last year, students were decrying the lack of mental health resources at university and college campuses. Do you remember that? And they were calling it a mental health crisis. I think a lot of us, you know, paused and thought, what is going on? What has changed since we went to school? Well, a lot has changed and it is worrisome. If you've got someone heading off to university, you know, uh, research suggests that 70 percent of mental illnesses begin during childhood or adolescence. And among young people in Canada, ages 15 to 24, suicide accounts for about a quarter of all deaths. Now, those are worrying stats. And uh, it looks like one university out of, I believe it is Winnipeg, has decided to do something about it. They have teamed up with the folks at Great West Life. And they've put together an interesting... um, Uh, I guess resource is the way I can put it. It will be handed out to some university students in a hard copy form during Frosh Week. It's called From Surviving to Thriving, Developing Personal and Academic Resilience. What is this tool all about? Because it's going to be offered online as well. Marianne Bainton joins the show. She's Director of Strategy and Collaboration at Workplace Strategies for Mental Health. Quite a mouthful. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Kelly. I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad that you're highlighting this uh, really important information. And one of the things I want to say to you is that this tool from Surviving to Thriving is actually going to be rolled out at many universities and colleges all across the country. It's available um, at no cost to anyone. And so we're really hoping that it will help students develop proactive coping strategies because if they learn what their automatic responses are to feeling stressed, if they learn to choose healthier ways to manage stress, and if they have information on who and where to go for support, then a crisis can be averted. Can I be completely honest? When I first heard the title from Surviving to Thriving, Developing Personal and Academic Resilience, and I thought back to my days at, at Ryerson University when I first started during Frost Week, I don't know that I would have taken notice of this tool. How are you going to make sure that students that need this tool find it? I think that what's happening is that people who care about student well-being are carrying the torch. They're going to be presenting it in many different ways. So it could be that it'll be facilitated in a classroom. It could be a special wellness week activity. It could be that it'll be done in student services. Some people are talking about doing it um, in residences. So it will be facilitated. It's interesting, too, because we piloted this at McMaster University in Hamilton and again at Queen's University in Kingston. Mm And we wanted to make it as easy as possible to use. So what the students told us is lists of answers where they're just checking them off, make it simple. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's break it down here for people listening that might, might want to point their, their own children to this tool during Frosh Week or before they go. It's available online. Is it available right now? It is. It's okay. available right now in French and English. Perfect. So what do they see when they go online to the website? I'm guessing it is, uh, it are, have, is the website titled From Surviving to Thriving, Developing Personal and Academic Resilience, or is it at a fancier site? It, it is. It's called WorkplaceStrategiesForMentalHealth.com. Okay. And right on the homepage, you will see a link to From Surviving to Thriving. 
And uh, it's there. It's free for download. You can use it um, online if you want to fill it out that way by downloading it onto yours. There's no signing up for it. Mm -hmm. There's um, not a registration. Just take it. Um, Or you can print it off if you want to and do it that way. What is it, a checklist? It's a series of activities that were made as simple as possible. So, for instance, we talk about what your immediate responses to stress are, the involuntary types of responses, and we talk about physical, behavioral, emotional. There's a piece in there where you identify what your stressors are, whether they're social or um, they're financial or they are uh, really academic stressors. And you talk about who your support system is. And for students who may be away from home for the first time ever, that can be that they need to create a support network, a new one for them um, at school. So this is about becoming self-aware and making sure that you have all of your tools that you need if you become overwhelmed at your fingertips. Absolutely. And there's a piece in there called, we call it the four A's. It was originally developed through the University of Chicago. But it's a way to step back from a very emotional crisis where you're stressed out and to think about something logically. And what we do is we ask them to look at the pros and cons of avoiding, accepting, adapting to, or altering a stressful situation. This piece is the piece that most students say is what they're going to take with them because no matter how stressed we are, we can pull ourselves back and think objectively using this tool about what we could do differently. I know this is a new resource tool aimed at first-year students, but it seems like everyone could use this. Kelly, do you know what's really interesting about this is first we developed the plan for resilience for people in the workplace. That's where our focus was. But as we are developing it, as we were rolling it out, we started to think, what if we learned these skills earlier in life? What, how would our lives have been improved if we knew back then how to deal with stress better? That's where From Surviving to Thriving came from. So it exists for adults already, for people in the workplace, but this now is being released for people in post-secondary. And it, absolutely, um, first-year students should be looking at it. But there's also the stress of the transition from university or college to the workplace and it would be useful to look at it again. Right. You worked with the, you said, uh, students from all across Canada. You, you worked from some with some students in uh, Queen's University and just around the corner here at Mac. And 500 university students evaluated your handbook to, to find out whether this is going to be a useful tool before you, you know, uh, gave it the go ahead. I know that they started to identify their stressors and their reactions to stress, like substance abuse. In some cases, that's a very real thing. You know, uh, we called it, you know, the weekend. (laughs) It's true. And it started on Thursday. And then it, as the year progressed or as you got more uh, closer to exams, sometimes it went, it started on Wednesday. And you're like, whoa, we started a, a day early. What's going on? These are things you should be aware of. You know, they might seem like nothing, but this might actually be something you're using as a coping me- mechanism to avoid the stress, to deal with the stress. Right. And and we, we don't preach to students about how they should have fun. What we do is we 
speak to them about when it's not fun. Right. When you are um, stressed out and what you're talking about, we call self-medication. Well, there's better strategies to cope with stress than a hangover. And so we, we're not saying don't have any fun. We're saying be aware and then put strategies in place so that fun stays fun. Right. And, yeah. and when you're overwhelmed, by the time you're overwhelmed uh, and you're in, you know, the weeds in this quagmire, uh, sometimes it's hard to take stock of this, the support networks, whether they be personal support networks or something that the university or college is supplying as a service on campus, it's it's hard to kind of identify where those are. So, so this is about basically just making sure you have a checklist. Yes, exactly, Kelly, because if we know that these things exist, we're much more likely to reach out for them in the time of stress. If we don't even know what's out there, then we're, we're much less likely to take action. So that's the point. Let's become aware of the things that we often learn the hard way over many years, Let's help them know about it now before they even need it. Not a bad idea to, you know, point your your child to this website or at least, uh, you know, even get a hard copy. If people want to get a hard copy or go to the website, can you give us a little direction here? Sure. So it's the website is workplacestrategiesformentalhealth.com. Still a mouthful, but once you do it once, it's there. And uh, you'll see right on the homepage um, from surviving to thriving, and you'll be able to link to that. And I know myself, with the relationship that I had with my children, I would have printed this off and done it with them. Mm -hmm. But if you can't do that, if your child won't do that with you, that's okay. Maybe there's somebody at the school. Maybe there's a group of friends who will do it together. Sure. Um, But, yeah, be aware of it. Know that it, it can make a difference. You uh, Are you going to link this up to, to universities? Are university campuses going to put this up on their student you know, um, organization, student association page or anything like that? Will you have a link? Absolutely. We've been working with the university and colleges community of practice for wellness um, for about seven years. They helped us conceive this idea. They helped us to um, vet it. So we're very much connected with this group of people on campuses across the country who really care about the wellness of staff, student, and faculty. And um, with the two different versions, they can deliver this in an auditorium full of staff, student, and faculty, each of who would have their own particular version, but all doing the same thing, building resilience. I also, I I love the fact that students can do this on their own because a lot of time, you know, there's shame associated with feeling like you're getting burnt out or you're breaking down and, you know, you might not want to be in a lecture hall listening to someone talk about this, you know, at you. You might want to just make your plan on your own. So it's just, there's something here in this for everyone um, whether they want to be uh, doing it with community or doing it on their own. I really appreciate your time. Oh, thanks a lot, Kelly. Take Ma- care now. Cheers. Marianne Baton is Director of Strategy and Collaboration at Workplace Strategies for Mental Health. And just go to workplacestrategiesformentalhealth.com uh, to find out more about this online guide. I think it's a really great thing. I know that when I was in Ryerson, as I said, you know, I would have seen maybe a hardcover of this and went, oh, maybe I'll read that. I don't know. Put it in a bag with the rest of the stuff that they're giving away. But I think it's good that it's out there. And I think it's it's not a bad thing to draw your child's attention to.